0: Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April, 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 10, Can You Admit When You're Wrong? Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo.
1: And Tony DiLorenzo.
0: And tonight we're going to get real about the not so great day-to-day reality that sometimes happens in our marriage. But before we do that, I want to talk about a couple of very exciting things for us. First of all, this is episode 10. Yeah. We have made it through two and a half months.
1: I know. Did you think we'd ever make it this far?
0: A 10 seemed really far out there, especially when we did the first ones. I know. So. I, was think, I
1: was thinking about that this week. Just going, wow, we're up to 10, 10 episodes. That's rad. Yeah,
0: because I keep notes on, on each episode and I type them in You know, and title it with the episode number. And so this week I was like, ooh, double digits. I know. That's cool. Here we go. The second thing that's been very fun for us this week are is all the feedback. We've gotten on both the website, com. Yeah, to the blog. And uh, to our Facebook fan page. Yeah. Um, thank it,
1: you, all of you who have become fans on our Facebook fan page and those who are still coming and all the comments we're getting. Are you going to read some of those? I am. Okay. And I
0: just, I want to thank you before I start reading them to also say thank you for sharing um, both the website and the fan page with your friends, I know a lot of you are doing that because we're starting to hear from people we have no idea how they found us, and so it's great that they're chiming in and and just a couple of the comments um, that we got this week, we had posted the question asking people you know what's the most romantic thing your spouse has ever done for you. And we also talked about last week on our podcast about date night. And so we asked, you know, what people's ideas were for date nights. And so some of these comments um, we heard from Michelle, who lives up in Alaska or lived up in Alaska. And she and her husband would go, they would go bear watching at the dump.
1: I thought that that was the best one.
0: I think we're going to have to go to Alaska because we We have...
1: uh, (laughs) We need to go to Alaska. Yes, I'm all for going to Alaska. So if there's a church up in Alaska that wants us to speak... Get a hold of us. I want to go.
0: The closest we've ever been to a bear is that one time when we were in Yosemite.
1: That's the closest time we've been. But when I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, I saw numerous bears and probably the closest one to me was two, three hundred feet away.
0: Well, that one in Yosemite, that was like right there. Remember, it was right outside the cabin when we were in oh, the village. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I Remember totally, the one that was right there? I totally
1: <laughs> forgot that one. Oh, yeah. That's like when all the touristy people were like, like <laughs> right in the face, like taking pictures of it. And it had a. Red tag in its ear. Yeah. Yeah, that was real smart.
0: Yeah, well, you know.
1: That's right. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah. Good call.
0: So that's our bear story. Not nearly as exciting as uh, going bear watching at the dump. At the dump. Michelle, thank you for sharing that. We also heard from Derek who said, I like how you guys are integrating little touches into your dates, like the wine from the winery where you got married, that have significance. It's fun to celebrate past moments with little mementos like that. And then he said, as for me and my wife, we're planning to have a glass of wine and watch Seinfeld season six, disc two, by candlelight, of course. We <laughs> laugh so hard together when we're watching that show. And I loved, love just hearing that emotion. Yeah, definitely. That this is something where they know they're just gonna laugh and they're gonna laugh together and really have that, just that fun time together mm-hmm. uh ron wrote in and, and said that for his 30th birthday his wife barbara surprised him with a trip to las vegas and t- tickets to see uh what was it oh the cirque du soleil show at the bellagio yeah that would be cool how fun to you know you get up for we your still
1: t- got to go see that show
0: plan it dude <laughs> <laughs> take the lead and make the plans all right thank you <laughs> Going towards you know those romantic things here. Angela wrote in. She said, "Every day, Tom tells me I love you the most. Infinity. It's a game. Whomever says it first each day wins. He also texts me every morning, every day, and tells me the same thing. Something I could never hear enough." Yeah, that's rad. I, I Tom, way to go. You are reaffirming to her not only on a daily basis but throughout the day that you love her yeah. and you love her the most. And that is such a special thing to hear. And then this last, um, this last Facebook follower, I encourage you to go to our fan page. Her name is Laura Wallace. And she wrote in with this tremendous list of ideas that she and her husband have done Um, everything from making up stories while there are people watching to going to thrift stores, to, you know, going out for a glass of wine or going to the dollar store to see who can find the best gift for a dollar. Um, just it's a list that I, I think we're going to have to print off and just try and do some of the things ourselves because there were so many great ideas in there.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I I was loving the ideas because I think even in our marriage and our date nights, we get a little stagnant and just sort of do the same thing. So by putting that question out there, it's been great to see what other folks do because now we can go use those ideas, which is great. I mean, that's what it's all about is finding some of the cool stuff other folks are doing and integrating it into our marriage.
0: And so I encourage those of you that are looking for date night ideas or for looking for romantic things to do for your spouse uh, to check out the website and the blog um, and the fan page to see what people are saying. It might spark something that you're like, oh, that would be great for us to try So we also had a phone call um, on the caller feedback line, the 858-754-9937. We heard from Justin, and Tony's going to play that for us right now.
1: Hi, Tony and Lisa. This is Justin Lucas-Savage. I'm the host of CoachRadio.tv, and I can't tell you how inspirational your podcast is. You guys just do a fantastic job of not only sharing your story, but also giving inspiration to others. My wife and I always thought that we had a pretty good marriage and a, we love the, the relationship that we have between us, but we still listen to the show that you guys have and we're, we're find that, finding that we pick up tips, we pick up all these different things and, and inspiration and the things that we've done in our marriage just over the past couple of weeks has just meant the world to us. So you guys are, again, doing a fantastic job. Keep it up. I don't miss an episode. You guys are doing great. Thanks.
0: Justin, thanks so much for the call and for your feedback, and it was kind of interesting that we got this call this week because we really didn't even have a great week. Um, We didn't. (laughs) Tony, why don't you share?
1: Okay. No, this week was just one of those weeks I felt between us that things were just off. Mm -hmm. Um, It seemed to have started earlier in the week when we just had a lot going on, and I just the, the big one comes to me and I think it was probably like on Wednesday and I had a couple ideas for you about what we were doing with the blog. Um, I also had a phone call from my dad about possibly going to see them this weekend. Cause there was a family event going on and everything that I was saying to you was, I, I just got negative feedback mm-hmm. and it was just, it was hurtful at times because everything I was saying it didn't matter what I said I mean the first thing that was coming out of your mouth was no or that's not a good idea it was just very it's just very mean-hearted maybe I was taking it the wrong way at times but I just felt like no matter what I was saying to you this week it was just negative you were just very negative to me and and I remember just sort of sitting there at one point just listening to you talk and all I heard was blah 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 because you just wouldn't stop the negativity. And it was just very, it's just very destructive, I felt.
0: Mm-hmm. You called me on it.
1: I, I did because I finally got to the point with what you were saying each and every time I brought up an idea was you, you just, it, again, it was just very negative. It, it, it was hurtful. And I, maybe I took it the wrong way, but after all the stuff that we've been working towards and, and what we've been doing, I, I felt that we were on the same page. And this week, it just didn't go that way. It was just yuck. The, there
0: though. was definitely a sense of, of disconnect um, on both sides because I well, was- There was
1: no disconnect on my side.
0: Well, we were not connecting.
1: Right, but that was because you had been building up this wall. I, I wasn't disconnecting. I was talking to you like I always had.
0: Okay. Uh, that, that's fair. Do you not? That's fair. I, 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 I well, what, what
1: I'm saying is even with some of the business stuff, why are you laughing? <laughs> Sorry,
0: I'm laughing because here we are having one of those like disconnect moments where I, I'm, go ahead. Why don't you finish well, your thought?
1: No, what I was going to say was one of the things that we were dealing with with one is I'm sort of the idea type person and I throw things out on the wall. Well, how about if we ask our community this or what if we try and do this? And it's always been that way and you are more the practical thinker of that and you will mull it over and think about it and go, well, let's put it this way or let's word it that way. And anytime I was coming up with an idea this week, it was just sort of like, no, that's that's not going
0: to work. Right. That was my all week and, and I you know since we've reflected on this and we've talked about it i am aware and i think i was even to some extent aware of when it was going on um that i was very much you know no <laughs> your idea is not going to work and and so finally i think it was th- was it thursday thursday or friday
1: th- i think thursday i
0: think thursday um you were on your way home from work mm-hmm. and i think you threw something else out you called me and you're like well i was thinking about this and i was very a flip once again like no it's not gonna work i you know pessimism pessimism pessimism
1: right this had to be like the fourth or fifth time this week
0: probably easily the fourth or fifth time if not more and And i was
1: just sick and tired of listening to you at that point in all honesty i mean i was just sort of sick and tired of listening to you and i'm thinking crap it's thursday night we're going to have to make love sometime because <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, are you're nice to initiate. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, this is I hope not so- good. Yeah, I hope something turns around soon because really, if you're going to initiate, I'm going to have to say no. And I know that's not, and I know that's one of our deals where we go, hey, if it's your night to initiate, you cannot say no. But I was at the point this week where, I was ready to just go, you know what? There's no way I'm making love to you unless we clear some of this out because it's no fun. I mean, honestly, I would have been just a warm body. So I'm glad you took the next step.
0: Well, you actually took the first step. I mean, you took a step of courage because I have a tendency when I kind of get in one of those funky moods that I can be hostile. I, I can be... I can go on the defensive you easily. Do. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's a switch that, you know, you start to call me on something and I can, I have the potential to be quite a cranky wife. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, you know, we were sitting on the cell phone. I've got kids bouncing around and you say, you know what? This is not working this week. You know, there's something going on with you and...
1: Well, what was going on with you? I... I- I think that's part of the story here is what's going on.
0: I think I suffer and there will be some women out there who will probably, you know, be on both sides of the comments as far as this goes. I am a woman who multitasks, and sometimes I do it very well. And sometimes do I not multitask? You do to some women and men multitask differently. I will not say that men cannot multitask. I will say that they do it differently. Okay. I, I don't, I'm not a guy. I, you know, it looks to me like, well, you're tell me how you
1: multitask and I'll tell you if that's the way I multitask. <laughs> How's that?
0: Well, I, I would say that this week I did not multitask effectively. I was trying to keep too many balls up in the air. Um, so to speak, just juggling what we were doing with one and stuff with the kids and stuff with my other business and, just all of the responsibilities on my plate. And uh, this was just one of those weeks when coupled with sleep deprivation, um, Abby is waking up again in the middle of the night, bless her sweet little heart that, you know, what I run into is during the day I have a few hours when the kids are at school that I can work on stuff and then I've got them in the afternoon and then it's family time and then they're in bed. And when they go to bed, instead of us going to bed, we usually stay up and that's when we're working together. Right, And so this was just a week where we had been up routinely past 11. And I think that coupled with Abby waking up in the middle of the night and me just feeling some pressure from a number of different sources, I just kind of got to the point where I was overwhelmed. And so instead of telling you,
1: well, I think we multitask the same way. Okay. Uh, I, I just think we handle it differently.
0: All right. That's probably a more accurate assessment. Okay. That's pro- and so I just got to a point where I wasn't handling all of my pressures and responsibilities well and instead of communicating that to you that I'm just, you know, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed here. I'm not sure I don't want to drop any of these balls that I'm juggling in the air.
1: Well, I'd rather you tell me that you're overwhelmed than being snippy at me.
0: Agreed. I did not handle it well. Right. And, and that's that's what we're talking about. Well, I, I that, understand that. That I didn't handle it well and that when you called me on it, when you said, You know what, this is not working. You're being rude, you're being hurtful. Every time I make any type of suggestion to you, you're shooting me down before the words are even out of my mouth. Which you were. I I admit it. And I told you when you when you called me on it that you were right. I was well, I
1: wasn't looking for the right or wrong. I was just I just wanted you to realize that what you were doing was very destructive.
0: Well, and I'm not saying that, that not I very, said you it were it right, right to just, you know, pacify you. I was acknowledging. Yes, you did. Uh, it, it wasn't a pacification of saying, no, you're right, Tony. Okay, leave me alone. It was, you're no. right. I I am acknowledging to you that I have been behaving like this this week.
1: Right. And you, you did do that I, I do recall that conversation and
0: I think I had the I think the reason I didn't quite go on the defensive like I normally would have is because you approached it from a sense you know it's kind of those communication skills using you know the I feel instead of the you are and you started off that conversation saying you know what? I just feel like every time I say something to you you're shooting me down mm-hmm. why am I even talking to you this week when you know if i throw out an idea you're like it's not going to work if i say one thing you've got you've got the idea shot and buried and <laughs> in the grave before we've even said well w- how could it work or what could we do to make it work
1: right but i i think what i'm trying to get at is the whole multitasking thing uh-huh why why this week was it so much tougher than what we've been going through i mean Is there, uh, are you not praying? Are you not getting into the word? Are you just your mind somewhere else and not on what I want it to be on?
0: That happens. That happens. And we do have, there are times we have different focuses. Right. Um, I will definitely say that I probably was not reading my, I will not say probably, I was not reading my Bible. Mm -hmm. as much this week I tend to do I tend to spend a lot of time just in prayer throughout the day I don't know that you and I have ever actually even talked about this Mm -hmm. um I kind of do a running conversation with God during Mm -hmm. the day instead of having a designated prayer time for me it's very much like okay God this is going on now and you know well what about this and what about that and this is you know what I want to pray for and and so it's really I can't remember I knew I heard it in a sermon once about having this, you know, the running, conversation, the running conversation with God. And that was something sure, that really has hit home with me that at, at this stage in my life, I feel like I can't necessarily have that designated. I, I don't make the designated prayer time, Bible reading time every day. And so well, I'm not saying I do it every day no, either. But what has, what I have found has worked for me is that I stay in conversation with God I work on as people pop into my mind praying for them at that point in time if there are situations. And this week I just wasn't doing a lot of that. Right. Um and I don't have a good explanation.
1: Well, it would also help if I know when you're there so I can pray for you.
0: And that was I didn't tell you. I I just, you know, kind of felt this I don't know if tension's the right word. I mean it was something that I could tell was going on inside of me. Um tension about what? Just you know like there was a a build uh, you know over what?
1: Though that's what that's what I'm trying to get at, honey, is over what do you have tension about?
0: Okay, part of it is cyclical. Okay? And there are going to yes. be lots of women that are going to say, "Oh, she just shot us back." <laughs> Because she's talking about having her period. Yes. When I have my period, there are, for me personally, my emotions get a little out of whack. My ability to cope and to handle my stressors is a little off kilter.
1: Have I missed this before?
0: No. Some months it's just worse than others. Oh, okay. And and that we know because I I also develop skin irritation Mm -hmm. and... This month was a little bit worse.
1: But you didn't tell me that.
0: I didn't because sometimes I just keep the stuff to myself.
1: Well, if you tell me, then it's helpful for me to understand when you're getting into a little funk. And so that way I don't get disgruntled and not understand what you're going through. Right? Correct. Wouldn't that be helpful? Well, in the past months, too, you had been going for acupuncture Mm -hmm. and had had great success with that.
0: Right. And so I thought I was quote unquote cured and so I've stopped going and
1: which we've discussed you going back
0: right and I had well I hadn't done that
1: I I understand that obviously Obviously.
0: and that is something that I need to at least be on some kind of maintenance I'm realizing that for me and for how acupuncture has worked for my body not just my My menstrual cycles, but also this the skin the skin irritation that the the skin's
1: been a big thing ever since Abby was born. Yeah,
0: God bless our little girl. Um, All the extra hormones running around because of her, and you know, so I I had found over in the fall that acupuncture was very helpful right and i had thought well you know what we've got it under control it's taken care of i'm done
1: well and as part of you not going because we've been working on our budget come january where we really started sort of buckling down to and I, now you're seeing that as a, as an expense so you don't want to spend the money on acupuncture
0: absolutely I but mean, if
1: it makes you healthy isn't it worth the money yes okay
0: mm. But I still have, so it's, call him. it's still one of those issues. Okay. Yeah. I see you're just like column. But then when I tell you how much our medical bills are, you're like, Oh, <laughs> you do well, that not, big no, like, I don't, mm. no,
1: Why? Inter- but not with acupuncture. I'm talking about all the other medical bills we have to deal with being self-employed right, and, and we just get like these, these bills from hospitals from two years ago and all of a sudden we're paying them now. That's what irritates me. Not if it's on our budget and we know we're paying. Maybe you're going instead of four times a month. Maybe you're going one time a month for the maintenance.
0: Right, and that's that's something that you know as we have gotten a little more st- structured. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the best word with our budget. You know, well, we have
1: a cash flow plan. We know where the money's going every month.
0: Right, but but we're. Being much more disciplined about it. Yes. It's not just like, well, we've got a little extra cash. We're going right. to, you know, let's go out to eat. And, you know, it doesn't matter if we've already spent $200 on going out to eat. What's another 20? Right. No, I understand that. And so I've just been very conscious of, you know, w- where the money is going. We've had some unexpected medical expenses this month with Abby. Right. Um, you know, so it's kind of been one of those things where I'm like, all right, I know, Logically, I know I need to go, but there's the other part of my brain that says, yeah, but that's an extra, yeah, that's an extra $70 every time I go.
1: I understand that. But is that $70 worth it for our marriage?
0: Considering what we went through this week and the lack of communication on my part. Yeah. I think it's proved itself. I mean, don't you think so? It's proved itself.
1: Right. I mean, it's almost like going to marriage coaches and if you spend a hundred bucks a month, but you know you're you you're dealing with some issues so you don't have to have these these times of tension and discomfort in your marriage isn't it worth it i would say yes yes you know going I, to I a, going to a marriage retreat I'm, mm-hmm. we're going to go to one in june and, and the whole purpose of us going and spending that money is because we get to spend time together looking inward and looking at our marriage i mean I think it's smarter to be spending money on maintenance than on crisis, because I, what I, happened I, this week—it it seriously was just—it it, was—it was hurtful. I it, mean, there it was were, a there lousy were, week. It was, uh, and I wasn't. I mean, you came through on fly, in flying colors on Friday night, which was awesome. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: That was because we had taken care of all the issue on Thursday.
1: Yes, and and, and had time throughout Friday to just sort of get back to where we want to be and we are able to just talk through the way we normally talk and discuss some issues not not getting put down or having this huge negativity coming we are able to just talk like we normal normally do we work through it on thursday and we sort of on friday during the day and as we uh got the kids to bed and had some time alone, we were able to just work through it. We weren't working through it at that point in time. We were done. It was over.
0: Right. Because you had brought it up and I had not reacted very defensively. Right. It would have lasted longer had I gone on the defensive, had I you know, not been able to evaluate the situation and say, well, you've done I that am acting past. like a jerk.
1: Yeah. You've it, done that in the past. I have. In, and it lingers. Right.
0: You know, the problem lingers and and that's... Well,
1: you shut down too. So it's hard to to do anything when you shut down.
0: And, you know, that's why, you know, as we titled this podcast tonight, we talk about can you admit when you're wrong? Right. You know, what what do you do? Are are you the type that when your spouse comes to you and says, I feel like this is happening, do you say no? (laughs) That's not happening. That's all in your head? Or... Well, you know, it's your fault. You know, do you, are you quick to turn the blame on them and say, well, if you weren't doing this, then I wouldn't do that. You know, how do you respond to your spouse saying, I'm concerned about our marriage? I'm concerned. You know, Tony calls me up last Thursday and says, I'm concerned about how we're doing this week because it's lousy. Right. I feel like you're walking all over me. Mm hmm you know, and you don't, you're not respecting me. You're not respecting my ideas. And, you know, partly because of what we do, I was able to look at him and say, you know what? I've been miserable. I I have been a miserable wife this week. I wouldn't want to be married to me this week. You know, I'm no fun. I'm not giving your ideas even any room to, you know, at least make it to the wall and see if they're going to stick. And so it is evaluating that to say, you know what? what kind of environment do you have in your marriage? S- problems are going to happen. You're going to have those weeks yeah. when one of you is off, you know, whether it's you know, because you've got your period and your hormones are raging or you've had a bad week at work because your boss is, you know, upset about something and it, you know, the junk all flows downward like or. The
1: kid breaks his arm, you know, death in the family. I mean, there's a myriad of, of things that can happen.
0: Life is going to happen.
1: Yeah, life does happen. At, we know. We we've, we've been through it.
0: We've been through it. And so then you're faced with a situation where one of you is not communicating, one of you is not connecting with your spouse. Mhm. What do you do? Do you do you say, "You know what? Forget it. I'm not working on this." Or do you say you brought up a really good point. Mm-hmm. and I haven't been honest with you and I need to let you know what's going on with me. Right. And you take, you know, you take all of the high energy emotion that can easily turn into a huge flame <laughs> of anger and accusations and finger pointing and and you just, when you're willing to take the responsibility for your part in whatever's going on, you know, cause let's be honest, any issue in a marriage is a two way street. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony, I hadn't given Tony a fair shot by letting him know what was going on with me. So you know, I had to admit I am responsible for this.
1: And once you did take responsibility in that conversation, we were able to almost instantly connect. We were able to real. I was able to see. Okay, Elisa is taking responsibility for what's happening, and at that point, I was able to let down myself and let down my guard to go. Okay, we're ready to actually start talking again and moving forward. So it was very helpful once we got to that point. Once you realized that what you were doing was hurtful, mm-hmm. and you came to me and said, "Yes, you know what, I have been." destructive in our marriage this week this is this let's start talking and it was very quick because we have a very solid foundation
0: well but but I think the point is is that when you take responsibility for your actions you diffuse the situation
1: yes oh yeah yeah because I'm not going to get upset or angry or even more frustrated
0: right because I've stepped up and said I I own this right Exactly. I I am going to take responsibility for what you are saying. I can see my part in it. I'm not turning the blame back on you and saying, well, it's all your fault. Right. If you just knew what was going on in my head, we wouldn't have this problem, Mm -hmm. you know, or stupid stuff like that, that really, he can't know what's going on in my head unless I tell him. Right. So as we wrap up tonight, I just want you to think about how you, how you handle the situation when your spouse comes to you. Are you taking responsibility for your part in this two way street we call marriage? Um, because it's, it's important to own your part of it. It's important to be able to say, I hear what you're saying and I can see my role in this diffuse the situation. Don't let it become this big festering sore in your marriage. You know, we want to know, I would love to hear feedback from you guys this week on what you do in the situation when your spouse comes to you and says, I need to talk to you about how you're reacting to this or why you're saying this. Share with our community what you do, how you take responsibility for your actions. Share some of those times when you've been called into account. How have you responded? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't always respond well. This is a week that I got it right when he finally said, you're being lousy. Some weeks I'm not so good. But I wanna know that you're at least being conscious of how you're reacting and how you're taking responsibility for your reactions. So feel free this week to call in on the feedback line at 858-754-9937. You can email us at askalisa at com or Ask
1: Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.
0: You can leave comments on the Facebook fan page. Um, again, share it with your friends. Yeah. Uh, you know If you're enjoying it, there are probably friends of yours that would enjoy listening to the podcast or being a part of our community. And so we just want to say thank you. Um, we do. Thank, thank you, you for letting us share a week that wasn't so great. Um, you know, we don't want anybody to think that we have a perfect marriage by any stretch. Um, we go
1: through the same struggles each and every one of you out there is going through. We're, we're living life just like you guys are.
0: So until next week, have a great one. Keep working on loving each other and we will talk to you next week.
1: Love you guys.